Level Up Latina partners with working women and mamas alike to guide them in achieving fulfilling career and life goals through financial empowerment, professional or leadership coaching, and personal wellness. Find the unique coaching you need to succeed. You're listening to Vero, Ceci, and Irene, and we are Level Up Latina. Welcome, welcome to episode 64 of the Level Up Latina podcast. And today it is our random episode for the month of August. How crazy is it that it's August? I know. No lo creo, no lo creo. I know, August. Good. Can you believe it? Like it's almost September when you're listening to this. Time is flying. We're good. We're good. Super good. We have a little special guest with Vero. <laughs> Vero has a four-month-old son here with us, Fidel Archivaldo, and he's the most pleasant and peaceful podcaster there ever was. Calmadito, calmadito. He's so cute. Hello, I want to hug him. I just <laughs> held him virtually. I know. He did. I passed him over. I almost knocked his head off of his body when I passed him over. But <laughs> hey, you know, it's baby's bound. He'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. Tell us. You were telling us off record that you're thinking and you want to baptize your kids. Como va? Plan. Um, well, I'm still thinking about it. And I feel like it should get done. It's just that we, we get a chance to put a little name by our video image. So the pod, our, our, our listeners don't get a chance to see this part of it. Cuando grabamos, there's a video in where we can see each other <laughs> as we as we record. And we can put our names. And the name de Irene is Proud Nina de Gali. So I was like, oh, Proud Nina de Gali. And I'm like, Ooh. oh, my God, we have to babysit these babysit. <laughs> Sorry baptized. It's one of those things where we have thought about it. I just had a conversation with my mom and my dad because Galilea gets, le da como que se asusta. Le entra un miedo Aww. sometimes. And she'll be looking towards, if we're in the living room having a good old time, and it happens a lot uh, in the evenings when we're playing, she'll start staring at the door. I think I've mentioned this to you guys before, and she gets scared. And she'll say, Coco, Coco, like there's something there. And Otto and I would be like, well, what do you, what do you see? ¿Qué ves? Now that she could talk a little bit more, she's like, oh, algo feo. She'll be like, es, you know, que, que no le gusta. Yeah, but it really scares her. And she goes and she hides and she'll keep looking to see if it went away. Pobrecita. Um, sí. Y luego, esta, en esta semana, my dad came over to just hang out with the kids. And they were, Joaquin and Gali are in the backyard, you know, playing. They're playing in their little pool, splashing water around. And my dad was planting me some cilantro and just like other little herbs. And she goes and calls my dad. She goes, Papaliano, Papaliano, Papaliano. She's like, Tengo miedo, Tengo miedo. And my dad's like, Pues de qué? And she, Ven para acá, ven para acá. So she goes and pulls him from where, she, where he was. And he brings her back. And she's like, Oh, and my dad's like, Pues que ves, que no sé qué, les tengo miedo. And my dad's like, Se le miraba, se le miraba que tenía miedo. It's crazy. And yeah, so I don't know if she's seeing things or what. I'm like, If she has that gift. Kids are so in tune, right? And they're little. They may have that gift, Vettel. Maybe she'll have it for the rest of her mm-hmm. life. Maybe. And that to me, so my dad's like, when are you guys baptizing your kids? Yeah. And so that conversation yeah. happened. And I'm like, mom, me, my mom and my dad were both asking. So I'm like, soon, we want to do it as soon as possible, obviously. And when I saw Irene had the first communion, the kids did their first communion this this week. I'm like, maybe it's something where we can do about these so outdoors. And I just, I've been, we've been waiting for so long and I would love to get my kids baptized. I mean, that's and that's what I'm, in ese sentido me apoya también Otto. Otto's not, like we mentioned before, he's not into institutionalized religion he you know it's not one of those things he's not like antichrist or an um atheist but he's just like oh if it's something that you know you believe in and and i i, I support that I'm, I'm good with it and i'm like if awesome. you if faith makes you so much of a stronger person i feel like you feel like you're you, you can overcome anything when you have faith you don't feel alone i was gonna say and this is like the catholic in me uh but in the meantime if you have um agua bendita 
Pon agua bendita en tu casa. I mean, if you're, you know, if you build, if you're into agua bendita. Um, I'm not like you and Ceci, where you, where you and Cynthia, remember Cynthia had a galón de agua bendita in her house? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. So I haven't had, I haven't had access to agua bendita in a while and I haven't had any in the house. So I think I'm going to need that. A aparte yeah. de quemar, hier you know, herbs, like, you know, some sage, get, get all the bad spirits away. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to need to get on that, girl. My name here is Proud Nina de Gali. That's why we were talking about this. I would love to be able to do this during the COVID time. It was weird because my kids' first communion, they've been preparing for it for two years. And then everything happened. Their communion was supposed to be in April, like a regular sacrament at the church after two years of us going as a family. It's called Faith Family Formation at my church, which two years ago, two and a half years ago now, Diego and I were like, wow, this is a different spin on First Communion where we don't just drop off the kid and pick him up once a week, which we did for Isaiah. I did enjoy doing it as a family. I thought it was a really great thing. Every other Sunday, Diego and I would watch videos on marriage. It's a group of different Catholics, adults, and Beyond the videos on marriage, it was just raising your kids to believe in our sacraments and our traditions. And it was two years of pretty much like Bible study. And it was pretty awesome. And when it all came to an end because of COVID, it was like, now what? And they were going to take us in the church to do it. And then the churches opened and closed for like a split second. And so finally they settled on, we are doing this in the freaking parking lot. And when I got there, I felt a little sad. You know, they had sanitizer and parking that was even like six feet apart. Everyone had to wear masks. The kids had to wear white masks. And it was a sign of what we're going through. And I remember my, my nuco madre, my daughter's Nina was like, you know, maybe it's historic. Maybe it'll be something you'll look back on in, in the history books. Like, look at it on the bright side. Like, your kids will definitely have a story of their first communion being so different. It's not forgettable, that's for sure. So imagine if your three kids, Vero, baptism in this time of COVID, what would it look like? Yeah. What would it feel like? You're forced to do things different. Uh, but the point is the sacrament. That's really important. Because I even told yeah. my husband, like, why don't they just wait longer? Why don't we just wait until we've waited long enough, two and a half years? And they was like, no, because the church itself, Catholic faith, our fathers are thinking these poor kids are ready for the sacrament and they haven't done it. They are going to church mm -hmm. in the morning and can take first communion when they're ready and prepared. And he says, so I understand that the church is like, let's get this done. Hi, Papa. Oh, that was, that was Archie. He agreed. He was like, yeah, I mean, yeah, totally. I totally agree. I think it's true. I think we <laughs> yeah, should. Yeah, como dice Irene, like, you know, it's going to be memorable and you'll always, you'll never have to think like, what year did I baptize the kid? Siempre te vas a acordar 2020. That is true. Yeah. Yes, and you know what? I really like that the, that these the churches are taking these precautions. You know, they're like, hey, we know that the kids have been prepared. We know that this is important to them. We know it's an important part of our of our religion and just the faith in it and them doing taking the measures necessary to provide this for the families and their community. I feel that's amazing. They they're not like some of the churches in the south or in other places, in, you know, that they're having daily service and they're putting their their parishioners in, at risk. And to me, that is that is very careless. And yes, God takes care of you. But it's como dicen, dice Dios, ayúdate que yo te ayudaré. Like it's not just don't rely a hundred percent on me, girl. You need to, you need to put your part and take care of you as well. I'm giving you the means for it. Now make sure you do it. Oh, if it's my time to go, it's my time to go. This is COVID, my no. friend. It isn't just you drunk driving yes. off of a cliff and you're not going to kill anybody else. This is you spreading a disease. You go to church and everybody gets COVID. Well, it wasn't your suegra's time to go or the vecina's time to go. Like, that's a really, I think, irresponsible situation. So my church, I thought, was almost like extra. They kept 
families apart and we had tents and they had a whole process. And I'm so proud of them because I'm like, they are being very conscientious of everybody's health. When you took mm -hmm. the first communion, you actually had to keep it in your hand until the priest could step back. And then you could take your mask off to put it in your mouth. It was very, very elaborate. They had a training before. They had a training for the kids on Zoom before. It was a bit awkward learning what's going to happen. So they made you go early to do it again in rehearse. And I kept thinking, wow, this is a lot. But I understand that everyone felt safe. Everyone felt okay. Everyone felt like we're not in danger by doing it this way. So you're right, but it's really good to see the churches that are being super responsible and caring. Yeah. And the, those new routines is is the new normal, right? The new thing that we've been saying, the new normal. The, so the girls started school this month. And this episode is actually going to air later on in the month, but we're recording um, today on August 8th. And it's, they had their first week of school. And it was, I think last episode, I talked about how like, they were on the wait list. And then what do you know, a week, maybe two weeks, oh, a week and a half before the actual start day, we get this email saying, hey, uh, there's going to be space for them. And they're in. So it was kind of like, oh, like, should I send them? Like, like, what do I do? How nerve wracking. Super yeah. nerve wracking. Uh, but we had a Zoom meeting with all the teachers and the parents. And we got to see what, exactly what they were going to do, like the protocol. No parents were going to be allowed. They were like, we know this is hard and it's going to be the first week, but no parents are going to be allowed. Only one parent to do the drop off and pick up and we're going to be taking their temperature. We highly encourage and we'll try to have the kids keep on their masks. Each kid is going to have their own box of toys and markers labeled so that they're not sharing. They're, they're going to be the space or the classroom time is going to be limited and they're going to do mostly outside time. So after that, we felt, you know, we're at ease of sending them. Still kind of like, uh, are we doing the right thing? Also, because this means like we're going to have to kind of stay away from our parents a bit more. And we even said like, hey, when we do see our parents again, especially my parents that are a little bit older, let's get tested before we, we see them again. So that's that's kind of like the process that we're going to follow. But the first weekend went great. The girls loved it. They, I, I was, I think it helped that they're twins because they had each other there. They didn't cry or anything like that. Um, can't say the same thing about me, but, but they had a great experience. <laughs> like, you know, again, like we get, we go in, it's drop off is staggered. They take their temperature, they write it down. They won't allow anyone with the, with the temperature or any runny nose, like no, no, no symptoms. So it's, it's gone good. Um, and it's given me actually, this week has been a little hectic. Like we had, since the girls were in school, like we took advantage of it and like ran all kinds of errands that we wanted to do. I think I told you girls that I was going to participate in this like stress study through UCSF. It started this week as well. And I'll tell, I'll talk a little bit more about it in the next, next month's random episode. Cause I think they want to keep some certain things private until we're done, but it's basically consists of me implementing a new like daily routine and see how that goes. And so far I've, I've felt pretty good. We'll see how it goes. It's supposed to last 20, 21 days. So it's, it's a cool and interesting experience for sure. Good for you. That's different. Yeah. Good for you. I'm, I'm waiting yeah. for the mystery at the next random mm -hmm. episode. Yeah. And then I'm still having all the feels that your little girls are in school. I know. I, it made me feel like, okay, Gali has to pretty soon, we have to go through that process. Right. So um, it's it's just insane. But there also, you know, you have to weigh out the pros and cons. Like you mentioned, Aww. you know, oh, uh, yeah, Aww. actually, well, mm -hmm, yes. Uh, so cute. <laughs> 
so it's it's weighing all these pros and cons of like do my kids need to get out there socialize get socialized you know be able to interact with their children luckily you do have your, your twins that they have one another at home and at school but it's necessary. I was talking to my comadre Tanya and she was mentioning how they ended up putting Itzel also. They had a long debate, a long talk about, you know, should we put her back in school, like in pre-K or should we just keep her, keep her at home? But they noticed that she was feeling that stress and all of that. So it's very, you know, just how parents, like we talked about this before, we're stressed and all of our energy gets transferred onto our, you know, the people around us. Totally. So, so they're like, you know, we have to weigh out the pros and cons, but she needs to get out and, and, and involve herself with other children. And they're like, we're, we're okay if we need to step away from the family in that case, but it's for her benefit. So as long as we're making, you know, it, it's, it's a good thing and, and we're afraid, but these are things that we're thinking of for their future. I think so. And it's, it's so important for them to socialize with other kids their age. I've already, in just one week, I've noticed a difference in the way they interact with each other. Like, están más, un poco más calmadas. They're not fighting as much. So we, and Luis and I talked about it, like, hey, it's definitely helped them. Like, even, like, the first week, and, you know, their, their, their teachers actually speak Spanish, so that's really good. And then they told me that they were going to, the first week they were going to talk to them mostly in Spanish, and then second week start integrating English. And even just with that, I feel like they picked up a lot of English already, like, communicating with their friends with their with their little friends uh broccoli and hummus i told you guys <laughs> oh my god that was hilarious broccoli and hummus. so here the broccoli and hummus story it, i, I asked the girls like hey have you guys made any new friends and they're like yeah i asked like what are their names broccoli and hummus and i was like broccoli and hummus i thought like oh maybe they had that for snack and they're confused so you know whatever i let it go the next day i asked them again like hey so what are your friends names again broccoli and hummus and i was like broccoli and hummus <laughs> so i take a look at the at the roster and sure enough there was a thomas in brooklyn so they were trying to make thomas in brooklyn so luis and i were cracking up but then and then paula's like Por qué te ries, mami? and i said oh it's good you know papi's tickling me that's why i'm laughing so hard mm -hmm. But it was like, it was so funny and so cute. But, and of course I corrected them. I was like, oh, it's Thomas and it's Brooklyn. And I was asking them because I, I assumed Thomas was a boy and then Brooklyn was a girl. So, and then they said, oh no, they're both boys. I was like, hey, ya, sus noviecillos ya. Anda, tú ya siempre queriéndolas poner de novias. I know. I know actually I was listening to this so I know how because her and I are supposed to be consuegras in the future. Yeah, well, you know, better. You were saying how our stress on our kids and we put it on them. I was thinking about you because I meant to tell you in another episode when you said that Gali was losing her hair because of the stress of the new baby. And I wanted to share that with you. I even meant to like send you a message and I realized, oh, I didn't send this text. Same thing happened with my oldest with Isaiah when he was little and we had our third, just like Ali. He had developed like an eye twitch and he'd be talking, he'd be twitching, 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 twitching. And I'm just like, oh my Lord, why is he twitching? I got really freaked out. I went to the doctor okay. and sure enough, they're like, mom, you're juggling three kids, your husband, you're learning this new life. Like you may not realize it, but the, the kids do take on the stress or just the change. Like they're not necessarily stressed, but their whole world is changing because I had my last two back to back. So he had to be a big brother twice. Boom. After four years of being a solo kid, your daughter has 
been alone and she got used to another boy and then another boy. So it's all going to go away. Her hair is going to come back. His twitch went away. Like parents, it's very, it's very real. They go through these emotional things that they don't have the words for even at four or five years old. Like my kid was a bit older than Gali, but their bodies manifested. But I remember being so concerned because he just would always talk with the twitch, talk with the twitch, oh. the twitch. And I thought, is he just going to develop something that maybe he'll always have? And, and it's okay. And we love him. And it's, okay, it's, but it just wasn't there before. And sure enough, in a couple months, it resolved. So, I'm sure that Gali is going to be great and maybe that social outlet helps or just the kids growing up will help. You know yeah. what? Right now, as you guys are talking about that, I just, it reminded me that last week or maybe two weeks ago, I noticed Paula was blinking a lot. She was blinking a lot. And it was, it was, it happened as I was like asking her like for letters, like I was going over the letters with these cards and she was doing a, a lot. And, and so I thought I was like, does she need glasses? Because we weren't that far away from each other. So I asked her, I was like, Hey, why are you blinking a lot? Te duelen los ojos? And she's like, I think I'm tired. Me arden los ojos. And so then I noticed it a little bit more. My mom noticed it too. And I think this week I haven't noticed it as much, I'll, but I'll, I'll, oh, I don't know if it's that, but yeah, that's odd. It's odd, but sometimes, you know, she's being put on the spot. She might be nervous yeah. and then they don't realize yeah. they're doing it and yeah. they keep doing it. And, you know, it's a big change. So yeah. these little physical things in our kids, they should resolve. You know, if they don't obviously have it looked at again, but your galley's going to be good. And yeah, there's like, um, I don't know. I told you guys before that I used to do this thing where I would think I still do it uh, like auto catches me do it but I, I hold my boobs and I kind of like it, I don't know if it's a twitch or what but it's like if I'm thinking and I just need a little bit of help <laughs> to clarify my mind I kind of like touch and rub <laughs> my boobs so oh, and I used to do this I used to do this at work I, I remember when I would have to just be thinking on the spot and in and college <laughs> yes wait so, so you used to love lifting our boobs in college remember? you know what yeah i think i was like i would do it to help you guys like with yeah with our back back yeah i did it to you yeah. and Lisa. i i i want to say i have a photograph of doing that or, e or either that or <laughs> you holding up your boobs yeah but um and i noticed that but i'm like it's sometimes it, there are little things that you just go to that you don't necessarily think about that help you know either the soothing part you know your you, whatever it is that helps but for me it really me calma y me ayuda even though people might think i'm trying to do something else you know but it's okay it's just <laughs> to play, me loving more play yeah. self-soothing like what if you want to vet over there i'm not a swinger like <laughs> <laughs> Oh, gosh, but I don't get the message. Jeez. <laughs> I used to bite my nails, which is a typical like nervous, anxiety, anxious thing. And then I stopped biting my nails and I pick at my face. I was something that I have to do with my freaking fingers. When I would take tests at UCSB, I would like rub my temple with my fingers and I end up with like breakouts, breakouts, breakouts right breakouts, on the side yeah. of my temple. I'm like, my gosh, I'm always fidgeting with my fingers. Everyone has their thing. Their I thing. scratch my scalp. Really? <laughs> See, you don't know. Maybe I do remember that. No, Ceci would scratch her scalp. That. She would scratch it and she'd like pretend she wasn't smelling it. And she would like, and I smell it. And we're like, it's okay, girl, smell it. You know, I, for me, now that I shower, you know, I shower, I wash my clothes every day, right? But, the but I shower, but my hair, I don't wash it every day. And it starts getting, you know, that little oil. Yeah, the yeah, yeah. And then I'm like, and I'll move. And I'm like, wait, is that me? Is that no, me? Oh, it smell my head. So I'm like, oh, but then I'll rub, you know, and it smells different in different parts of your head. 
true. So I'm like, so oh true. my god, I'm I'm totally sussy now because I don't want. I get I get self conscious like the day that like I don't wash my hair, for example, and then Luis like hugs me and he's like, I feel like he smells it. I was like, oh, like mad. He's like, qué pues, and I'm like, es que my hair smells, my scalp yeah. smells. Yeah, everybody has it. My mom used to pick her teeth and smell it. Pick her teeth and smell. She's talking. Pick her teeth. It's like it's just a freaking twitch that we all have. They're all awkward or weird twitches, and it's just normal. That's a little different than when you're a little kid and you develop some weird little seeing the dead people yeah, walk by. Yeah. I love it. Gali's oh my god, it's awesome. I love it. I know it's so funny too when Gali's like, well, now she's potty trained, so she doesn't know where a diaper. But she'll be like, I'm a pika, I'm a pika, and she gets a booty itch, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so we have to ask, like, Gali, ¿dónde te pica? Te, la nalguita? Where? And she's like, no, aquí, aquí. I'm like, enséñame. And she, like, kind of points towards her butthole. Oh. <laughs> she's probably going to get mad at me for sharing this when she's older. When she's, she's like, older. oh, mom. Yeah. But, yeah, so it's just trippy. The little kids. And we wipe her so we know that she's clean. You know, it's yeah. not like she has leftover caquita or anything. But it's – and we're like, you want me to scratch it for you? And she's like, sí. So we get a wipey and, like, scratch I it. I do that, too. It's so trippy that they get, like, these little booty itches. And yeah. Normal. Like, They're all normal. I know. I was bike riding with my kids yesterday. We've been bike riding a lot. And like after a while, Sophie was done. Like she kept getting up and getting down. And like she's wearing these thin shorts and like her butt was hurting, her thin pants. And then like I know mama, I get that too. Like your butt's kind of itchy. Like I felt her relief immediately when I could relate. Yeah. And I was like, I want to sit on your sweater. And the day before my son had it, he was like, Yeah, my butt was a genius duty too. Like me and the older world, we're all like your butt sick, yeah. rubbing on the seat. It's sunny. But I sensed her a little self-conscious. Like, do I say something? Do I not? She wanted to take breaks and we're like, Why is she writing so slow all of a sudden? But it's funny how they yeah. they're not self-conscious at first. So they tell you, Me pica la colita, and then they get older and they're like, Do I say this out loud? Am I gonna get laughed at? That stage mm-hmm. with the kids growing up is so funny when they like right now, Gali Gali's oh. like, Oh, pedito. So I'm like, Oh, that's cute. But I'm like, Oh, I can't tell her that that's you know, that's cool and not that's funny yet. later. But I'm not like, they'll get it, they'll get it, you know, eventually. Yeah, they'll get it. But, but I'm just like, you know, how cool is it to be just an innocent child and just like, yeah. oh, oh, perito, like just no, announced yeah. it, you know, no yeah. big deal. And so no, we hiding keep, and being embarrassed. We keep dealing with that with Noah now because he's eight and nine. You know, this is the stage where I'm having to let him know like he'll fart on command and fart on his siblings and be funny. Now it's to the point where he understands and he'll want to do it at the table. Now we've gotten to the point like you're not Gali, homie. Like this isn't five years ago. You're not two or three. Like okay. you were eight years old. You go to the restroom and you fart over there. Like now we're hard on him for kid. But siempre le reíamos el chiste, like mamá would say. Him as the baby, all oh, we love, and he was inappropriate. And now we're like, that's not funny. Like now we're trying to change it, pobrecito. We don't want to shame him. That's a funny line, right? You don't want to shame yeah. him. Just like, excuse me if you really have to. It's always an accident, but he's like farting on his sister on accident all the time. <laughs> but it's like I'm so immature. Like I still laugh at farts. Like I can't help it. I'm when it comes to farts and falling, like they they cracks me up. Like yeah. auto will fart, and I just <laughs> and it's nasty. And everyone's like. I would hear my friends when they were married, even my cuñada, you know, it's like, oh, those pedos. I just can't take it anymore. Uh, upset, like molestas. And I don't know if it's because it's new. It's not really new. I mean, it's not like I haven't had adults fart around me, but I just find it so funny. And it's not that I, I don't think it's cute. I'm not like, oh, how cute. It's more like, oh, <laughs> ew, it stinks. Eh, I'm dying. But it's hilarious. I don't know why. So my mom's like, a ver si ya después de 20 años de casada te da risa los pedos todavía. <laughs> Oh, that's sweet. That's, that's sweet. Funny. Thinking about like these random stories, I'm going to change to another angle because I was just thinking about like family and your kids. And my daughter had a play date the other day and it's with her new Nina who went to high school with me. We're really good friends and we're pretty much neighbors now because we live so close together. 
And um, so she's always there and her daughter's always here. And that's like our isolated play family and play dates. Like they're isolating or isolating. So we, you know, hang out with each other. And so my daughter was over and she, we pick her up and she's like, oh my God, they're like the perfect family. That was like two play dates ago. And I'm like, oh, really? Why? Oh, that's cool. Great. And this last time they hung out, she, we're hanging out with her at Starbucks. She's just telling my son and I, wow, you know, we were sitting at dinner with them and we're having fish. And I'm like, girl, you're eating fish and salad with them. And she's having fish and salad with them. And I'm like, I'm here begging you to eat fish, but no, she's been better. She's been eating really well this week. And so she's like, yeah, and they were so quiet. Like the husbands, and I'm not going to use their names, but like the husband said something to the wife and just kind of quiet. And I was like, wow, your family is just, you're just so quiet. My family is so loud. Like at the dinner table, we just yell and argue. <laughs> she said, we just yell and argue. And she's claiming that she didn't say all the time because my son was kind of like, we don't yell and argue all the time. Like not always. And then she got all offended, but it was really cute. She's like, my family, we just yell and argue. And then that they asked her, who does the yelling and the arguing? Because of course you're going to ask. Of course. A kid's going to tell your business. So my kids are totally yeah. at the stage where they're telling all my business in the neighborhood. But I'm over here interrogating other fourth graders. But she says, well, you know, my brothers. And then I'm like, Shoo. and then she's like, and you know, sometimes my mom and dad are like, oh, <laughs> and we always tell, because there goes a very heated debater and I'm a heated debater and we'll get into politics and we'll get into, and it sounds like we are fighting. But I love that. We were on a date last night and it sounded like we were fighting and we were talking about Trump and the stimulus and all this stuff. And then we always tell her it's debating. And she's like, are you guys debating again? But the point is kids are different and they're sensitive. And it's like her gift that she doesn't like raised voices and she doesn't like tension and she doesn't like it. I've always kind of thought like, it's okay. It's not conflict. You can be loud. And and she's like, no, but you guys get like loud and you like talk over each other. And we're like, talk with their hands. We're like this Italian Mexican family. And so when she goes to it's other passion, people, okay, it's passion. I try to call it that too, right? We're passionate debaters, but we just thought what a great story. But then later it transpired in the story that, my son's like, well, we don't always fight and argue. And then she goes, well, I didn't say always. And then she starts crying. And I'm like, oh, crap. This is turning into a bad story. So I try to console her. We're leaving with our bikes from Starbucks. We were chatting. I'm like, what is it, mija? Que tienes? You know, I'm hugging her. And I'm like, just tell me. And she didn't want to tell me. And she's like the quiet one. And she's like the calm one. So she fits in so great with that family. And I'm like, mama, I just I just want to know, like, how I can help you. But please just share. Like, I hope you're okay. And she's like, just this morning I was thinking. And she still doesn't say it. And I'm like, what? And she still, she can't get it out. And I'm like, oh, my God, what is she thinking? That I wouldn't trade my family for anything in the world. Aww. Oh, my God, it's such a great oh, story. My right? God. Like, no, well, we believe you, Mama. Like, you can you tell people whatever you want about our family. Like, we love yeah. our family, how we are, and we all interpret it differently. Nick, Isaiah, and I are not upset. Like, we're just passionate, you know. I was trying to, like, it doesn't matter. Like, I almost wanted her to feel like, say what you want. We always yell and argue, ¿Qué importa lo que piensa la gente, you know? But I love that she was just this morning thinking I wouldn't trade this family for anything in the world. And like five minutes later, her brother was arguing with her. I'm like, God dang it. Oh. <laughs> she thinks we're like crazy. The kids are so beautiful and sensitive and learning and associating with other families. And they're like, what's normal? What's not? Like, yeah. She thinks that family is like perfect. It's like, oh, so sweet. That's sweet. Vas a ver, Ceci. When Broccoli and Hummus start talking about their families and your daughter start bringing out those stories. I know. Once my son was like, Mom, I want to be Jewish. <laughs> like, you're not Jewish. Oh, my God. Broccoli and Hamas, when I said, oh, my parents do this. And then my said, mis papás también. Y luego hacen, tienen conversaciones where my mom goes, ah, ah. I know. That video, I want to find that video, Lolo. I have it. You know how you're, sometimes your phone just automatically saves the videos? Yeah. Gali loves to watch your daughters. Le encanta ver las Cuando estaban platicando de Brooklyn, Broccoli, sorry, Achival, dos quedan desesperado. 
Um, and I'm waiting for my husband to get back. I don't know where he's at. So anyway, they were like, she just kept watching that video over and over and over. And they preguntaba, ¿qué es eso? ¿Qué es eso? ¿Y qué es ella? ¿Y qué es ella? Y luego decía, um, ¿qué viejito? That's funny that you noticed that because yo estaba muy atenta because yeah. I, I wanted to record them talking about hummus and broccoli. But then you're like, ¿y el niño que habla como viejito? I was like, oh my God, I hadn't even noticed that she said that. I don't know quién es el niño que habla como viejito. That's how funny so. El niño habla como viejito. Yeah. Little, there's a, there's a Benjamin Button in there. There's someone in there. You know? <laughs> I know. Ya veremos. Ya veremos. Yeah, that's that's kind of like the part that sucks, that I can't go and see them physically. What's nice, though, is that the teacher send us photos from the first day so we can see, like, what they're doing. Oh, in the how activities. cool. So, yeah. Yeah. Now, now that I'm a mom with kids in school, I learned about this app that I downloaded, and that way I can send messages to the teacher. They can send messages to me, and they'll share photos of the classroom. So. And they have a little uniform that's super cute too. Oh yeah, yes. I'm like, I, when I put them, put it on them, I was like, oh, I want to hug you. You guys look so cute. Y las peiné con sus colitas. Super mexicanitas. Ajá, ajá, con sus moños. And I was like, estas niñas no van a durar peinadas. I know them. I, ahorita andan greñudas. They never like leave their ligas on. They don't. So. I was like, no van a durar. But surprisingly, they did. I don't know what it was. Like, se, no se quitaron nada. Like, sus moños todo, it's toda our, la semana. It's rule followers at school. That's where they learn yeah. rules and respect and structure. And that's why they're playing better because they're like, suddenly at school, they can't just fight. They're they're being redirected when they're not, you know, if they're not sharing or if using an inside voice or whatever. And it's kind of cool because then they come home and suddenly there's suddenly these great little rule followers. And I'm like, what? You're sitting on your spot? You never sit on your spot here. Like, yeah. you never but it's like the way the teachers and the, the their system at school it's just it really does give them this structure and this rule discipline personality that that's kind of nice when they come home and i when they got older i would say you would never do this to your teacher you would never do this in front of your teacher you know because they just have so much respect for their teachers yeah yeah no i see i see that i oh aquí ahorita siguen igual i i at i told them i'm like at school you guys cannot take off your shoes because aquí están descalzas todo el día even outside i'm like oh stop being barefoot but they're, they even actually, so they go into school with one pair of shoes and then they have shoes for school that I was supposed to, or that I gave to the teachers on the first day. So they changed into their school shoes. Again, this is like another COVID um, safety guideline that is was requested. Anyway, so I told them like, don't take off your shoes at school. And apparently they don't. I mean, in the photos, they, they have their shoes on. Pero aquí siguen descalzas. Switching subjects a little bit, my husband, got this barbecue that he's been grilling amazing dinners in yesterday mm. he made chicken he's making ribs today like smoke oh, and i'm like yeah go for it because he you know he does everything the veggies todo, todo, todo. and so he started pretty early yeah great hobby i don't mind you go go ahead you're like, handle that. I won't be the one, only one cooking now. Show awesome. off. Show me your skills, you know? Yeah. It's awesome. Diego's been really good about cooking breakfast. Like, right now, I loved it because I could smell it. I ran in, grabbed my taco. It was, like, sausage with eggs. And I'm like, yes. Like, he's been so good. Yesterday, he made a delicious skirt state taco thing for lunch. And we were on our Yum. bike ride. Don't eat when you guys are out. Like, eat when you get back. When they cook, it's like, oh, uh, it's such a big weight off of our shoulders. And he's gotten better it about it. And then cleaning up after himself, my like, gosh, you're becoming the perfect husband, you know, because before <laughs> middle, and like the stove was all greasy because he made bacon. And now he's just like, because I'm that way. If I'm going to cook and clean or I'm not cooking clean, if I'm going to cook, I like to clean my area, 
cook. Yes. Y luego me desespera. It's like clean after. Like, oh, I can't leave like the stove. También. Mm-hmm. Piled up or stuff open and outside. So my cooking is very like, you didn't even, I didn't leave a trace. Como diría Elva, our coach. Ay, qué hermosa. I, I left the area without leaving a trace. But Diego yes. would be the opposite. You kind of leave it messy. So even though I cooked, I loved it. But then I was like, oh, I got to clean the stove porque me desespera. Right? You guys have seen that, that meme or that thing, uh, mm-hmm. meme online, I think, or a, a post. But it says, um, my husband made dinner today. So now I'll be, I'll be cleaning the kitchen for the next 3,000 days or something. Oh, my God. <laughs> yes. That's how it used to be. But he's great because I've really explained to him, like, babe, like, you have no concept because the, the whole uh, kitchen being limpia. You come here and it's like, oh, this is mine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Him, Look at this greasy. My curry gets all greasy. Yes. He's, like, flapping stuff like he's never yes. flapped it before. There's mm-hmm. grease in other places, grease on the wall, fingerprints. And, like, baby, like. Keep it clean. But yeah. The point is, they're trying. They have new hobbies, and they become a little more like us. I think after you've been married for some years, like we take from yeah. each other. I'm more like him. Like you wouldn't say bien tirada, and I still can be. Like kind of leaving stuff in our room, not out. I don't like the living room or the kitchen to be like that. But my room is a place where I can have like a a closed chair. Yeah. You know, you just pile up, yeah. Pile up shirts and stuff on your chair or towels on the, the treadmill. Yeah, the treadmill. Right. <laughs> but he's not like that. So I've been better about like ah, oh, he always has his side very organized. Yeah. So you rub off on each other for sure. Two weeks ago, Otto was like, hey, I'm probably going to have to be go into the office more often. Are you going to be okay being on your own with the kids? And I'm like, I'm like, I have to be honest. I'm like, look, I will figure it out. I probably will be in PJs all day if I'm handling all three of them. I could have them fed. The only thing I probably will need help with is dinner. Either you make it or you bring it. I don't care what it is. But by that point, I'm going to be ready to just have a break and sit down and eat and enjoy your company because if, if imagine like having to be busy all day and then still have to be, have dinner ready and it's not that i don't want Nunca to paras. it's just that i know that i'm not, not there i'm not gonna he is not gonna enjoy the person that i am at that point mm-hmm. and i'm not gonna enjoy the person i am and neither are my kids so i'm like okay if you need to do that i just need you to be able to handle this part and he's like okay but it's it's being able to communicate that. And I think I've learned that slowly by listening to you girls like mention, you know, this is what's worked for us and this is what we've had to do and and sharing that because a veces queremos hacer todo y nos nace quererlo hacer, sí. pero es imposible. Sí, es imposible. no. It's and really important. People, yeah. Yeah, no. It's like you take on too much and then I take it out on the family. One thing I learned, like with Diego, he'd be like, You do everything and then you're upset with us because you do yeah. everything. Like, like, let me help you or tell me you don't want to. And as a good Latina woman, the way you're raised, even if you don't want to yeah. be that way, like, it's I hard to take that out. It's yeah. so hard to take that mentality out. And clean and, and, and be on top of it and making sure you look good and cleaning up the kids and did you brush your teeth and you're like thinking mm-hmm. of a billion things all day and then you still got to perform at work and you still have to be a normal person and like get yourself showered, whatever it is. Right. Everything becomes too much. So they can help you, but they don't know how to help you. So good job, Vero. Like, I remember when yeah. I got promoted once, I told Diego, like, I'm promoted, great. I won't be cooking as much anymore. Because I just knew, <laughs> like, <laughs> I have to take something off my plate and I'm going to be working later. There's not this part of me that wants to come home later and start cooking or thinking about oh, what I'm going to cook. And that made him cook more. And now we're more of a, we both balance. Yeah, he had to learn how because just like Vero, I said, something's got to give. We're loca, you know, trying to do everything all day long. No, cheers to taking care of ourselves. (laughs) Self-love. So how cool is it that we all talked about, you know, our values the other day and what's our genius? I hadn't even heard of that term. Like, what's our genius? 
I love that. I love each of our geniuses. I thought we were dead set and it was right. Like spot on. Like I was just thinking Diego and Diego was like, that's awesome. Like I said, Ceci's genius is that she's just so, she loves herself so much in a confident way that's not cocky, but just has it. She's assured and so self-assured and so good about loving herself that other things don't phase her. Like I really have this vibe from you. So it's like you make us feel good and nurtured because you naturally nurture yourself. And you called it self-love. And I was like, that's exactly what Ceci has. She's good at nurturing relationships and people because she's so self-assured in herself and loves herself so much. It was so great. And then when Vero described, you know, I just wear my heart on my sleeve and I say what I feel and I yeah. am what I am. I share and if it's too much and if it doesn't land, but I'm authentic. And I'm like, yes, like Vero's very authentic and relatable. And you just fall in love with her or take it or leave it if she says like, me lavo la colita or whatever it might be. Something that someone might say, I can't believe she said that. But no, she's being herself. And then, of course, me yapping. I'm like, and I like to talk. I love to talk. And it works. And it was just beautiful when we described what we thought our genius was. Like, it was sweet because it made us closer friends. And yeah, I think so. <laughs> I think so, yeah. No, I mean, you, you said it. I feel like when we, I was thinking about it, and I was like, what is it? I'm like, what makes me? I'm like, I feel good, and I like to bring that feeling onto others. Si las veo apachurradas, if I see them, like, something or, like, Oh, maybe I'm not co too confident saying or doing this or like posting this picture. Like, like that. I like, I like, on, okay, on Instagram, for example, I like that. Cool. Like the little emojis, whatever it is. I'm like, que se sientan bien, you know, like, me siento bien. Yeah, me I love that. Yeah, you would like do your calls or you're checking your oh, usual roll call when you were driving. And when I would see, when I would, when I would be unavailable to answer, I'm like, oh, I'm missing Ceci because it was just always to chit chat good. So just to catch up with you mm -hmm. because it wasn't every day, but it was those times where I'm like, ah, Ceci, like I want to, the fact that I, if I remembered the feeling of being, of talking with you mm -hmm. and how like, I just felt so good, you know? Yeah. So I'm like, and when I would miss those calls, I'm like, Chale, she's not going to be driving till tomorrow. So maybe yeah. <laughs> tomorrow. So. That's it's how like, I felt. Yeah. yeah. It reminded me, like, I'm like, they're geniuses why we're friends. Like, I thought, like, they're genius because they, yeah. they bring to me in my life, they bring something so good in my life. Like, I knew where if I was having a gathering, like, oh, I have to invite Vero. Anybody, like, I just, Vero's the life of the party. You got to bring Vero. Vero's a talker. Vero's yeah. the confident. Vero. Vero's like the connector of people. Like, everybody loves Vero. Like, I have this idea of, like, Vero. And the same thing with Ceci. Like, oh, Ceci's going to make me feel good. Ceci's always going to bring an authentic, kind, loving, never a chingaqueditos, never a, she's such mm -hmm. a pure, authentic friend. My, I always describe it as like untainted. You guys remember Liz, my sorority sister, because I casó con Raúl. I don't know if you guys remember her, but my sorority sister yeah. Liz to call her yeah. Breeze. She, when she was going to marry her husband, she was she described him in a way that I thought was so beautiful. She's like, you know what, Raúl, I love him, and she's like the most untainted person I know. And I thought, what a great way to describe someone like just kind of untouched and pure. And the only other person I've ever thought of is like that is you, Ceci. Like I'm Ceci, such an untainted, like just pure loving take it or leave it this is who i am and then you make other people feel that way yeah that was like my little 15 20 minute drive home from work and i was like aquí la voy a hablar a irene a vero a lisette uh lisa nunca contesta a esa mujer pero pero a ustedes like you know las pocas veces las veces que sí pude hablar con ustedes it was like yeah it was like refreshing like okay our friendship's there we haven't seen each other in like months perhaps a year but it's like when we picked it up, it's like, oh my God, what's going on? Like, it just, it made me feel good. Yes. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to be talking a little bit more gentle because I'm a dormida chivaldo aquí en el pecho. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right, we're going to, we're going to wrap it, wrap it up. Our little guest has 
gone down for a nap, so we're being a little quieter right now. Although, actually, I just realized he probably can't hear me. <laughs> he can't hear you. He can't hear you, and he can't hear you, Dene. But he definitely hear his mom. He bounced he a little mommy. bit a couple times. Aww. But he's, yeah, he just fell asleep. And these are the moments where I'm like, I need to treasure these little moments when yes, he falls yeah. asleep. Uh, because I don't feel, I don't think we're going to be having another one. And Aww. just to remember what it's like to hold a little baby. Yeah. Know? And smell their little head and their little patita. Right. Enjoy that. Every moment of it. Enjoy it. Tu apapachalo. Apapacha tu bebe. He's an incredible guest. He was, you know. He was an incredible guest. Not too chatty. Not annoying. No, no, no. (laughs) Just the right amount of love. Cute little kids. This little kid is hilarious, too. He's just a trip, man. You look great. Kids are amazing. Kids are amazing. Pues besitos al bebé, besitos a ustedes. Les quiero mucho. This was a great random episode. Uh, remember, stay tuned for our future random episodes. This was a great, great episode that we love to do every month. And mm-hmm. it just keeps us like we, we catch up. We talk about things that has happened to us in the last month. So if you want to hit us up, give us a topic that you want to hear us to hit us up. Our social media handle at Facebook and Instagram is at Level Up Latina and our email address is admin at leveluplatina.com and with that we can wrap up our August random episode yay thank you for playing my special guest thank you 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 thank you